Lecture topic: The value of ilm. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salat wa salam ala ibadhi aladin astafa. Amma baadu faaudu billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillahi rahman rahim قل هل يستوي الذين يعلمون والذين لا يعلمون انما يتذكر اولو الالباب صدق الله العظيم الحمد لله it is only the grace of Allah تبارك وتعالى it is his kindness and his mercy his tremendously great bounty that Allah Ta'ala has allowed many madaris to now recommence there was a concern about how will things unfold what will happen will the madrasas be able to continue with work or not all these were things that had been a cause of concern but Allah Ta'ala out of his special grace and kindness out of his mercy upon us Allah Ta'ala has allowed our institutions to commence again and the alim has been taking place for a while now already may Allah Ta'ala keep this continuing may Allah Ta'ala protect us from being deprived of this whether it is in the capacity of learning deen teaching deen serving deen in some way or the other Allah Ta'ala enable us to continue in this line till our last breath and Allah Ta'ala forgive us and protect us from getting deprived from this very great ni'mat and bounty due to our wrongdoings due to our sins so we should be expressing the shukr to Allah Ta'ala be very very grateful to Allah Ta'ala for having allowed our madaris to once again commence that we are now learning deen again we are imparting deen this should not just be by the way just be like a lip service thing from the very depth of our heart very very consciously like if a person was truly aspiring for something somebody really was deeply aspiring for something in particular and now it eventually works out now when it finally works out and this was something a person was really wishing for from a long time and trying so hard and making efforts and trying to get somebody to do something to help them to get it etc and eventually it comes along eventually it works out their heart is brimming with joy and they cannot contain their happiness and from the depth of their heart they are expressing this happiness also and if somebody has some sense they'll be expressing their gratitude as well making shukar to Allah Ta'ala making some salatu shukar giving some sadaqa shukar giving uh, making some amal so all this they'll do because they are feeling overexcited feeling very happy feeling very grateful so likewise we should be feeling very excited and very happy and very grateful that Allah Ta'ala has allowed in despite all the halat and conditions that are going around and which in many countries because of these conditions 
the institutions of deen are at a standstill. Right now, as we speak, in many countries, and from a long time, for many, many months, seven, eight months, one year almost in some countries, the ta'aleem of deen has been put on pause, and in fact almost on halt, so to say, and many madaris have not operated for almost a year already. In the light of all this, what amount of shukr we should be making, Allah Ta'ala has allowed our madaris to once again open and continue. Indeed, we don't realize what a great na'mad this is. Go to those countries where everything has been put on halt for such a long time and ask them how they are crying over this, what pain they are feeling over this and what a tremendous loss they are feeling and how much of disruption this has caused in so many aspects of day-to-day life in terms of deen and fulfilling whatever the obligations of deen are. Allah Ta'ala has on our end made it so much easy for us. So how much of shukr is required for this? As mentioned, the shukr should not just be lip service, should not just be some words that are just repeated. It should be very conscious, very deep, from the depth of our heart, feeling that tremendous excitement. Ya Allah, out of your grace, out of your mercy, weaklings like us, sinful people like us, people who are so far away from the reality, but yet, Ya Allah, out of your grace, your mercy, you have allowed us to be engaged in learning deen, teaching deen, and engaged in works of deen. Ya Allah, all this is purely your grace, it's purely your kindness, purely your favor and mercy upon us, and then express tremendous shukr. Allahumma la uhsithana an alayk, anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. Ya Allah, this is purely your grace. Ya Allah, we cannot express our gratitude, gratitude to you sufficiently. Ya Allah, you are as you have praised yourself. So this is a very important aspect that we should all be engaging in. The aspect of deep sugar, not surface kind of sugar, very deep, very conscious, and with that excitement in our heart, create that excitement, feel that happiness. So this is an extremely important aspect that we should digest very well, and then together, on this note is the promise of Allah Taala that in shakartum la azidannakum, that if you are truly grateful. I will increase my na'mats for you. So Allah Ta'ala will inshallah increase this na'mat for us as well. Allow this to continue and grant barakat in it and make it a means of tremendous benefit and bounty. Indeed in the halat that we are facing in our country, throughout the world, the situations that are surrounding us and so many things are getting affected, the real ilaj, the real remedy for these halat is amal, and the more we get into amal, that is the real remedy. Whatever other aspects are to be undertaken, somebody is not well, they will take treatment, which is sunnah obviously, and with that near they will undertake treatment, having the trust in Allah Ta'ala, we will take care of the sick, we will do what we have to do to help others, we will go out of our way to try and be of assistance to others, and we will not shirk from the responsibility of taking care of people, of attending to their needs, if somebody has passed away, to take care of the necessary, which is in our capacity. All these things we should not shy away from. 
and not shirk and focus towards Allah Ta'ala. If somebody is worried about something or the other, take the precautions you need to take. But do not shy away from this. Allah is our protector. Have our trust in Allah Ta'ala. And when somebody is in the assistance of their fellow Muslim, Allah Ta'ala assists them. So there are not things to now become overwhelmed with, to become paranoid about things. We should take things in our stride, have our trust in Allah Ta'ala. Somebody wants to take some precautions, by all means, go ahead, provided it is within the limits of Shariat. But the primary thing is, we should not become unmindful of our responsibilities, our responsibilities towards Allah Ta'ala and our responsibilities towards fellow human beings, especially those who are near and dear to us, especially our family people, especially our parents, our siblings, our other close relatives. We should fulfill our responsibility in this regard. This is just something that wasn't planned to be said, it's just coming to mind now and I'm therefore saying it. It's a sad situation that one person who and this is not only one isolated case, many many people expressed this feeling. Many people expressed it. That they were ill, they had some virus symptoms or whatever the case is. They were ill, some were little ill, some were little more ill. But many a person expressed this, that the most difficult was the manner in which they were handled and treated in that time by those who were near and dear to them. By those who were closest to them sometimes. That they were completely sort of, they were treated as if they are like some kind of walking disease and coming anywhere in close range to them is like inviting the worst kind of trouble. One person actually expressed it like being treated like dirt. That's a very sad thing. Now, a sick person needs help. A sick person needs emotional support as well. The sick person needs reassurance, needs comforting. The sick person sometimes is so sick they need physical help to be helped to do basic things. And now on top of that, if they are treated in such a manner that they are now isolated in a way that nobody wants to come anywhere close to them, nobody wants, it's all something that Allah forbid, this is a harsh thing to say, but food is put down on the ground in a distance away, like as if Allah knows best who is being fed and how, don't want to use any harsh words here. Alhamdulillah, many did a lot for people around them, Allah Ta'ala accept their efforts. Allah Ta'ala grant them the best rewards. And mashallah, they made a tremendous difference to people's situations. But the other side is also unfortunately a problem. So, this was a digression. This was not the topic and we didn't intend speaking on this. But nevertheless, this is something to take to heart. Alhamdulillah, many people have recovered. Many people have gone in the rahmat and the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala grant them the highest stages in akhirat. Allah Ta'ala make it easy for their families. But there are still many people who are ill and sick and we have no idea what the future holds. Let us take it to our heart that we are not going to shirk from these responsibilities. In fact, we are going to go ahead to help, to be of assistance to people and have our trust in Allah Ta'ala. Take the precautions you want to take if you wish to. But have trust in Allah Ta'ala, Allah will protect you. And then if something is decreed to happen, 
nobody can change it. Nobody's any extent of doing anything will prevent that from happening. So we have our trust in Allah Ta'ala and we do what we are supposed to do. Allah Ta'ala will grant barakat in it. Coming back to our topic, that this is Allah Ta'ala's great favor and bounty upon us, that despite the halat, Allah Ta'ala has enabled us to continue. Now this is what we were talking about, that the real ilaj and remedy to the halat is a'mal. And now by the fact that the madaris are open again, the masajid are alhamdulillah functioning, amal are in place, this needs to be increased. More amal. Because this is what's going to bring the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala. And this is what's going to be taking away the azab. And Allah forbid, Allah forbid, that in the conditions that are prevailing, yet if people continue to sin, we probably discussed this previously, I cannot recall, but the statement of Hazrat Nu'man bin Bashir he said, Innal halakata kullal halaka, that this is the worst thing that a person can do, he is inviting total destruction upon him. That an ta'amala bil ma'asi fi zamanil bala, that a person continues to sin while they are calamities around, there's a pandemic around, and that should be jolting the heart towards Allah Ta'ala. But a person is still involved in haram, involved in sin, not bothered, just carrying on with life as if nothing happened, engaged in all kinds of futility, and not increasing amal instead, this is indeed very dangerous. So Allah Ta'ala protect us from that. MashaAllah, this Allah Ta'ala's favor, how we are spending our time in deen, in amal, in learning Quran Sharif, learning other aspects of deen and making sure our salah is being performed this Allah Ta'ala has tremendously great na'mat and bounty so number one we must make shukar verbal shukar then together with that verbal shukar is the practical shukar Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with the opportunity to learn deen let us keep refreshing our niyat, our intention every day we should do this Allah I have come to learn deen so that I may practice on the deen and I may pass it on to others also. So I've come to learn deen. Even if somebody has come to a deeni madrasa, just because of perhaps parental pressure maybe, they wanted to be somewhere else, but the parents insisted, no, no, you're going to go and learn in this place because there's a deeni environment here, there's deeni knowledge being imparted here also. So you must go to this place. Everything else is secondary. Deen is first. So perhaps sometimes somebody was not too thrilled about this. It was by parental pressure. That too was a na'mat. That too was a great bounty. Now we need to change our thinking and mindset. And appreciate this gift of Allah Ta'ala. And make the niyat. Refresh that niyat. Every day refresh it. And inshallah we'll be reminded from time to time. Our mu'allimas etc. Refresh that niyad. Ya Allah, I have come to learn deen. And I have come to acquire this deen so that I may practice deen. So make that niyad. I have come to learn deen. And the entire deen. Whatever is required of me. How to please Allah wa ta'ala. And to recognize my Rabb. Ya Allah, this is what I have come for. So that I can fulfill all what you require of me in the best way. In terms of hukukullah, the rights of Allah ta'ala, 
and Hukukul Ibad, the rights of the servants of Allah Ta'ala. So for that I need ilm, and I've come to acquire that ilm. Ya Allah, this is my purpose for coming. Ya Allah, you grant me this objective. Ya Allah, you give me the reality, and you help me to traverse the path of deen. Help me to live my life in a way that you are pleased. So Ya Allah, I want to acquire this ilm, and Ya Allah, you give me tawfiq of practicing on this ilm. I've learned about salah, I must be the first to perform my salah. I've learned about performing salah very well, with khushu and khudu, in a nice way, fulfilling all the postures in sunnah manner, and taking care to perform the salah very correctly, without haste, and doing it in a haphazard manner. Allah, I've learned all this. Allah, you help me to perform my salah in that manner, in the best way. Allah, I've learned about the importance of salah. Allah, instill that importance of salah in my heart. That when the time of salah comes, I must now become restless to go and perform salah. I must not be lazing around. Allah, I've learned about controlling my tongue from all haram, controlling my eyes from haram, controlling my ears from haram, controlling my mind and heart from haram. Allah, I've learned this. Allah, you put this knowledge deep down in my heart. Allah, you also put it in my action. Allah, the knowledge of guarding gaze. Allah, you fill my eyes with the reality of that knowledge. The knowledge of guarding the tongue from haram, Ya Allah, you fill my tongue with the reality of that knowledge. That it stays away from all ghibat, backbiting, vulgarity, lying, any other evil talk. Ya Allah, you save my tongue from it. You fill my ears with the reality of that knowledge about saving the ears from haram. Listening to ghibat, listening to all other evil talk, listening to music, whatever other sins there are. So in this way, every other aspect of the Ya Allah, whatever I've learned, you give me the tawfiq of bringing this deep down in my life. Now, this is an intention that we are making, but this intention has a dramatic impact on a person's, on, on what happens thereafter. What benefit comes. Unfortunately, sometimes we don't even make that intention. We just go with the flow. It is going in a routine. And well, I have to go, so I'm going. So we lose out tremendously because of this lack of intention. There is an incident mentioned in the kitabs, this incident we discussed previously as well. One king in the olden days, centuries, many many centuries ago, he happened to go on a hunting expedition. Now this was a common thing those days. And now sometimes when the prey suddenly is seen somewhere, everybody just goes helter-skelter, dashing for that prey and often the king was the main person he's right in front and in that they people sometimes just get separated from one another somebody going dashing in one direction, somebody else. so the king got separated from the whole hunting party and everybody went helter-skelter he probably somehow got left behind his horse or something bolted, now he's on foot he doesn't know where to go, he started walking, came to one yard, one orchard I came into this orchard, so now somebody saw Musafir now, they don't know this is the king because he's dressed in all his hunting garments. So they saw this person is tired, torn, so they offered him a drink. So they brought the person brought some pomegranate and he squeezed one pomegranate out to extract his juice. So that one pomegranate filled up a whole glass. The king is observing this, he says, Oh he's in his mind thinking that this is something really 
much now from one pomegranate this whole glass so now I need to maybe tax this place so maybe we should take this as part of royal land take it away so in any case he drank it and then he wanted more because he was very thirsty so now this person went and he came with another it is to be about See what happened. First time round, squeezed one pomegranate, the whole glass. Now he's squeezing one, two, and three, and to fill the glass. So this person, ordinary person, but Allah Taala sparked such a answer to somebody else's lesson. So he's saying that it seemed like maybe the king changed his intentions. He was probably now made an intention of a negative nature, a bad intention. That is in. Our, our, our so he got a shock and he decided in his heart that okay, I think we should not in any case he drank that he said some more again so now he bought another one again the full so what happened now, this person says maybe the king changed his intention, made it positive again and that was happening the reality was there, the king himself was there this person is the king uh, his intention but the king with the paddy. As soon as the paddy and the buddhi so now this always comes in this very visible manner that you can see half glass it will come in various ways. When there is a positive intention the barakat of it will certainly come. So now we have to become conscious of making this intention and make this intention daily some reminder for ourselves on our desk or somewhere, refresh intention or before we leave home already we got a reminder there already that refresh your intention so now we're leaving with the right intention we're doing the right things so this intention is extremely important now when the person has that intention inshallah the barakat of that Allah Ta'ala will open out the doorways of tawfiq to do the right thing to, to conduct oneself correctly to acquire ilm in a proper manner, with all the adab and etiquettes, with all the things that should be in place, the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, the respect for the Qur'an Sharif, the respect for the kitabs of deen, the respect for the madrasa, the respect for everything around, then the keeping the heart clean, staying away from sin, staying away from going to haram places, all the things that are barriers in this path, doing what is necessary. So inshallah, this way we will find tremendous benefit. So this is what we have to now do, refresh our intention daily. And inshallah, in this way, we will see the doorways opening. So one is this intention. Then the practical shukr, the practical shukr is now we then conduct ourselves correctly. We spend our time correctly. We do what we are supposed to do, stay away from what we are supposed to stay away from. In this way, inshallah, what our objective is will be achieved with the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala. What it will achieve for us, inshallah, it will make us the true servants of Allah Ta'ala. When a person is the true servants of Allah, true servant of Allah Ta'ala, man kana lillah, kana Allahu lah. The one who becomes Allah Ta'ala, Allah becomes his. Then Allah Ta'ala guides him. Allah Ta'ala provides for him. Allah Ta'ala fills his heart with happiness. Allah Ta'ala takes care of him. What more we wonder?
اس دنیا کے سمیت اس قبر ان آخرت کے سمیت سو دس از وٹ وی ہیو ٹو ایسپائر فور اینڈ دس از وٹ وی ہیو ٹو میک این ایفرٹ فور سو وی شوڈ بی میکنگ شکر ان ایوری دعا دیٹ وی میک آفٹر ایوری صلاح ان فیکٹ بیکنگ اللہ تعالیٰ فوگیونس آلسو اینڈ میکنگ شکر اینڈ بیکنگ اللہ تعالیٰ ہیلپ آلسو اینڈ دین وی ٹرائی اوور بیسٹ ٹو لرن وٹ ایور از بین تھاٹ ٹو اس and to apply what is being taught to us in our lives this is the practical sugar and then also the need to pass on what we have learned to others that need also must be there from now so first to acquire the ilm then to practice on the ilm and then side by side to pass on the ilm to others all this has to happen simultaneously so we go home we've learned something we appreciate with our siblings, with our parents, some friend, whoever we can, in a nice way, in a respectful manner, not in a way as if I know more and I'm better. No, no. We, I learned something, so I'm sharing it. And sometimes we might not be able to make amal on something as well as somebody else. Now, you encouraged someone, that person, mashallah, took it to heart, and start doing it, started doing it in a very good way and very much into that amal you will get the full reward of it subhanallah what a simple manner of earning so much so we need to start focusing our minds what we have come here for a person who has come for the right purpose is making shukar and is making an effort to acquire that ilm and to practice on it and to also pass it on to others inshallah their stay in the madrasa will be very fruitful they will benefit tremendously they will take a lot and when they go back with this ilm others will benefit from them and Allah forbid if we don't appreciate this we don't give it due regard we don't the effort that is required of us then this would be a very sad thing it would be tragic because we would then leave without much and sometimes nothing we might leave with some information but no ilm if the adab and the etiquettes are compromised respect is compromised there's no respect there's no uh, respect for the quran sharif sometimes there's no respect for teachers there's no respect for the madrasa all kinds of things allah forbid sometimes happen Allah Ta'ala save us and protect us. So in that way, ilm can't be acquired. And Allah forbid it might become more dangerous. So, we need to start focusing in the right direction. For this, one of the very important things is to acquaint ourselves with all the adab, etc. So the beautiful book, Khari Siddiq Bhanvi Sahib, which previously also has been advised and inshallah was read, etiquettes for students we should all be reading that book and inshallah it will be done in our classes as well a little at a time so that we become acquainted with all the etiquettes and we start practicing on them we be conscious of them we take care of these etiquettes it is with etiquette and with adab with taking the adab to heart and practicing upon them that a person progresses without this there can be no progress Then another very important aspect is that whatever we learn 
So the aspects that we learn, one is what pertains to our dini matters, in terms of our salah, our fasting, our zakat, our hajj, and likewise all the other aspects of ibadat, etc., correctly fulfilling our mu'amalat and all the other aspects of this nature. So that's one very important aspect that we need to obviously fulfill. So whatever we learn is applied in this regard. Then the very important branch also, what we have repeatedly understood and learned, is the branch of mu'asharat. Dealing with others, people, how we deal with people, our own families, etc. Now as the daughters of the ummah and who are now moving in a direction of now fulfilling some very important roles in life, we should already be focusing, especially those who are now in the advanced years, the Jamaat phase, etc. We should now be focusing our minds towards equipping ourselves for the responsibilities that are going to come to us in later life. And that later life is not very far away. Allah Ta'ala grant everybody good homes. Allah Ta'ala fulfill all the pious aspirations. Allah Ta'ala protect from all difficulties and hardships. But now we need to start getting equipped for that. This is not just some fairy tale. The reality of life that we have to live. Now we have to equip ourselves for that. Many a person, unfortunately, the mindset that is changing is that they don't want to have anything to do with that part of life, to get equipped for it, to learn about it, to get trained well, to become very accustomed to it, not just some by-the-way thing, to become very accustomed to it, to become well-grounded in it, for it to become part of the system and nature of the person. Many don't do that. They say, no, 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 I'm very busy, I'm learning and I'm very, you know, I've got a lot to study and so on. All the study and all in this place, but now at a certain point in time, that starts becoming among the higher priorities. Together with obviously all our dini aspects and so on, but in terms of training, this becomes one of the higher responsibilities, higher priorities. So we need to condition our minds that that is what I need to equip myself for. I need to learn about all this, not just in passing. I need to become well acquainted. And I need to become very well grounded in these things. So that when the next stage of life comes, when the issue of marriage comes up, and then moving on to all the various other responsibilities that come from there, it is not something that a person now is stepping into the dark, we don't know where we're heading, don't know what we're going to have to handle in terms of the responsibilities of day-to-day life, and how to do the necessary things in terms of being a homemaker and fulfilling all the role, uh, all the responsibilities of a wife, of a mother. Now, if these are things that a person now is just going to be just going blindly into the next phase of life, didn't get trained well enough to take care of the responsibilities, many a person then regrets later. So now we need to condition our minds from now that this is the direction that I need to also focus in. And I need to become well acquainted with all this. In this way, inshallah, we will see the tremendous benefit we will derive from our stay in the madrasa and how this will become a means of great benefit for us in our life in dunya and in all the various responsibilities that will come to us as we move along. 
and more importantly that this will become a great bounty for us in preparing us for our life of akhirat and helping us to conduct ourselves in that way that makes our qabr and makes our akhirat as well that becomes the ticket to jannat for us so may Allah wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq that we conduct ourselves correctly we make the right intentions we practice correctly we move forward in a positive manner we adopt all the adab and etiquette and we inshallah keep benefiting we benefit ourselves and we benefit others as well may Allah tabarak wa ta'ala accept one and all may Allah ta'ala accept our efforts and sacrifices to learn deen Allah ta'ala grant each one myself first and foremost and everyone ilm nafi' and amal salih Allah ta'ala bless with beneficial knowledge and righteous actions and grant each one the tawfiq to live according to the ilm of the Quran and Sunnah and to pass it on to others as well. Allah Ta'ala make everything easy for one and all and grant barakat in every aspect. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu. Allahumma la nuhsithana an alayk anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. Jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu. ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وأصحابه اجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله